Inside the Groove is a podcast which dissects the music of Madonna, telling the story of how the songs were written, recorded and performed, giving an insight as to why Madonna has had a 40-year music career. Still influencing artists of today, Madonna's music has soundtracked the 80s, 90s, noughties and beyond. Find out why as we go Inside the Groove. Crazy For You was released as a single on 2nd of March 1985, put out by the Geffen label, interrupting Madonna's own run of singles from the Like Virgin album. Recorded as part of the soundtrack to the movie Vision Quest, the song was Madonna's first ballad to be released as a single and had been produced by her one-time boyfriend, John Jellybean Benitez. Charting at the point in which Madonna's star was ascending at an alarming rate, the single reached number one in Australia, Canada and the US and number two in the UK. It was re-released in 1991 in the UK where it again made it to the number two spot. I've got the background info on the movie plus details about the writers of Crazy Few and a little info on Madonna's relationship with its producer. And I'll also be talking about the other song to make the movie, Gambler, and play you Madonna's acapella from that song. Plus, there was a third song which didn't make the cut. What do we know about it? So, for now, sit back, relax. Every breath, I'm deeper into you as we go Inside the Groove. Welcome back to another episode and a bit of an apology, I guess, for some confusion in the last episode about Jitterbug, the second track intended for the A League of Their Own movie. The version I played you was a fake using a remix of a Kathy Dennis song. Instead, I have the correct version of all that exists of that song. It's simply Madonna riffing over a Shep instrumental with a little comment at the end. Here you go. It's always fantastic to hear how Madonna works in the studio. And right now on Instagram, she's sharing information about how she appears to be recording original music with Sick Kick, the producer who remixed Frozen a few years back. Despite what I know some of you, myself included, think of that remix, Sick Kick hasn't just made novelty remixes of popular songs, but also records his own original songs. Check out the track Bad Girl, no relation to the Madonna track, on his social media. I think this collaboration could work well, and Madonna also appears to be sharing some rough mixes of music, which, if it is the pair of them, and by the time you hear this episode, more may well be known, definitely sounds a lot more house music than the trap beats of Frozen. But before I talk about Crazy Few, I wanted to update you on a few things with the podcast. I hope to release 50 more tickets for our December event uh, in London over the next few weeks. Um, 
That happens on the 3rd, and the podcast before that event will give details of how you can buy them. Secondly, I am confirming that although that will be the ultimate episode, there will still be, for the time being, lots of mini-episodes for patrons who subscribe to the podcast. I want to cover the background on songs like Paradise, Not For Me, and maybe a bit more on tours, so I'll still be popping them out for those who are signed up. Vision Quest was a 1985 movie starring Matthew Modine and Linda Florentino, directed by Harold Becker and based on a 1979 novel of the same name, written by Terry Davis. It's one of many 80s movies labelled as coming of age, which basically means that it's about bland heterosexual teenagers dealing with their first real romantic affair and often best remembered for the soundtrack rather the under-eventful plot itself. There's loads of them. Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink, St. Elmo's Fire, all of them far more memorable than Vision Quest, which was, quite frankly, only ever got a look in because of Madonna, who was, at the time of its release, on such a fast trajectory to stardom, it couldn't fail. Not only did she perform two of the songs included in the soundtrack, but she also had a small role as a club singer in the movie. So significant was that role that, for many, the movie itself was re-entitled Crazy For You in a few territories, including the UK, off the back of her song's success. It's actually an okay movie, and Matthew Medine, who is perhaps better known as Papa from Stranger Things these days, is great in it. He plays Loudon Swain, and for one scene he visits a local bar where Madonna, supported by a band, is performing her song Gambler. That version is actually a little different to the release one, and probably includes a live vocal. Here's how it sounds. I'm a gambler. Now, Gambler is one of the few songs where Madonna is credited as the sole writer. Lucky Star was another, along with the less well-remembered Hey You. But it is a song that I know many Madonna fans absolutely adore. For me, it's it's nothing that special, but God, so many of you talk about how much they enjoy it. It's not a million miles away from burning up and with a nod to the sound that Into the Groove would inherit, but the song is probably best remembered for the highly energetic performance on the Virgin Tour later in 1985. The scene continues with Madonna then performing Crazy For You and this adds a romantic feel on the scene where Loudon's potential new girlfriend Carla smooches him. Now as a 15 year old in 1985 when the song was first released as a single I can tell you that it was definitely the final song to many a school disco which would see the boys awkwardly dancing with their chosen girl at the end of the night. Oh what a waste of a Madonna song. And despite its release in 1985, the movie was shot in the second half of 1983, with Madonna's scene being filmed at the Bigfoot Tavern on North Division Street in Spokane on 22nd November of that year. And the date is key to unplucking the story behind Crazy For You. Indeed, the version that's included in the movie is actually a demo and not the release version at all. Have a listen to a snippet of it. Oh, yeah. 
Quest had the same production team as the highly popular Flashdance, which had, of course, prominently featured music on its score, following a tradition that became popular when Saturday Night Fever was released a few years earlier. Knowing the importance of a catchy song which could cross over into the charts, they set about finding the right track and performer for the nightclub scene. John Peters and Peter Gruber were the producers in question and enlisted musical director Phil Ramone to pull together the soundtrack with particular focus on the bar scene, which would have a song at the emotional heart of the movie. Peters assigned Joel Sill, an executive at Warner's, to find and record two songs for the film. Now, there's a lot of names coming up and many of them are also John's, so pay attention. Sill sent the script to writers John Bettis and John Lind. They had composed some of the biggest hits for the Carpenters, including Top of the World, Yesterday Once More and Goodbye to Love, along with Pointer Sisters, Slow Hand and Michael Jackson's Human Nature. So they were certainly well-versed in writing the perfect mid-tempo ballad. They played with a few ideas and came up with the title Crazy For You and recorded a demo. And here's how it sounded. Musical director Phil Ramone was looking for the right singer. He was the one who sounded out Madonna, taking her for a meal to see if she was interested in the project. As you might imagine, Madonna went into overdrive to explain why she was the right person for the project, playing her songs and showing videos, even though she only had a few minor hits at the time with her debut album freshly released. Now, one wonders why they went with a sort of unknown artist like Madonna, but... Who knows, maybe they saw something in her, which is very possible. Maybe they just wanted somebody who was perhaps at the lower end of the budget. Well, they certainly made a killing choosing her. And with the song demoed, they tested Madonna's voice on it in the studio in New York. And this may well be the version that appeared in the original release of the film that I played you earlier. Though it was more than good enough, writer John Bettis was less than impressed. He said, I was out on vacation in the desert and Sill called and said Phil Ramone was in love with the song and wanted to cut it on Madonna. Borderline was out at the time and I said, excuse me, this is for Madonna? Really? Can she sing a song like this? John and I were surprised at the choice of artists at the time, if you want to know the truth. 
but at some point the song was re-recorded and produced by Jellybean, who had recorded the most recent track on Madonna's album Holiday, but he was cautious given his inclination towards dance music. He told Billboard magazine, I was tense because I'd never done a record like this. Everything I did was totally on instinct. I tried to make the song stand out on its own, but at the same time work in the two scenes in which it was used in the movie. Jellybean brought arranger Rob Bouncy on board to help produce a polished version of the song. This pleased John Bettis. He said, We owe a big debt of gratitude to Mounsey. He really made a hit record of the song. In the end, the song was largely recorded live, including the intricate backing vocals which add passion to the song. Jellybean also produced Gambler, which was arranged by Stephen Bray, and we can presume he was also the producer behind the third song written for the project, Warning Signs, which has since been described by Bray as a cool synth track. Now, no one has heard this track, but in a British TV interview with Madonna in early 1984, where she spoke about the upcoming movie, Madonna mentioned that there were three songs that were due to appear, two of which were written by her. Where and how Warning Signs was intended and why it was later dropped, we don't know, but let's hope the upcoming re-releases include it. You never know. The movie soundtrack was licensed to Geffen Records, which presumably wasn't too much of a problem for Sire, given that Madonna was not a priority artist for them right then. But by the time it was due to be released in March 1985, everything had changed. Previous year, she'd recorded the Like a Virgin album, debuting the lead single to much attention at the MTV VMAs in September 84. Released as a single later that year and followed up by Material Girl, it was doing fantastically in the charts. So Sire sought to stop Crazy For You from being released, as it would interrupt the campaign and confuse the audience. In the end, they needn't have worried. It was an enormous hit, gaining attention for the movie and also pushing sales for all of Madonna's records. It was the start of Madonna mania, which today's audiences probably can't appreciate. She was everywhere in 1985, not just with the like of version singles, but reissues of her earlier songs and plenty of activity from soundtrack songs too. So much so that the movie was retitled in certain territories, including the UK. Matthew Modine later commented on the casting of Madonna in the project and how he felt about it. She looked like Boy George, he told Yahoo Movies. The producers were saying this girl was going to be such a big star, but I remember people not being particularly impressed. We thought, oh, well, that's a sweet song. A little over a year later, Modine found himself in Rome to discuss a potential film role when he saw a post from Madonna with the words Crazy For You on it. Assuming she was performing at a concert in the city, it was only when he saw his own name at the bottom of the poster he realised what had happened. I thought, oh, she must be doing a concert here, but then I looked at the poster and there I was with a picture of a scene from the film and my arms in the air. The movie had gone from being a Matthew Modine movie that Madonna was in to a Madonna movie that Matthew Modine was in, and that's how fate would have it. But what of the other track on the movie, Gambler? Well, Madonna did choose to include it as part of the Virgin Tour, and it's this version which so many fans have connected with. Here's how it sounded.
Messiah did manage to block the release of the single in the US, joining Into the Groove as a huge global hit for the singer, which wasn't released in her home territory. But elsewhere, it was every bit as successful, rounding off a hugely popular year for the singer before she began her true blue era. But otherwise, it's been pretty much ignored by Madonna. It was one of the songs left off Immaculate Collection and hasn't appeared on any other compilations over the years. More significantly, it's never made it onto the streaming platforms. The Twitter account Pop Activism, who seeks to get songs added to streaming through great relationships with the labels, has made inquiries about that. Not licensed back to Warner, the master is now owned by Universal, who have stated that the release onto streaming lies within Madonna's own hands. We can therefore assume that the reason it's not out there is her own decision. A shame. Crazy Few was very much embraced by the singer, however, remixed for Immaculate Collection by Shep, with a slightly thinner sound from the mid-80s big production. Its re-release in the UK took its number two in 1991, and over a decade later, Madonna performed the song as part of the reinvented tour, this time reworked by Stuart Price. It's great to hear Madonna's more mature vocals, although they're nearly 20 years old, playing that song. Uh, But of course, it's that original which has stood the test of time. As I've said before, and I will say again, technically Madonna may not be the greatest singer, but she can certainly convey emotion. I'm going to play you the a cappella of the original version of Crazy For You now uh, to play you out. Uh, Enjoy, and until the next time, stay safe. I see you through the smoky air Can't you feel the weight of my stare? You're so close but still a world away What I'm dying to say is that I'm crazy for you Touch me once and you know it's true It's all brand new You feel it in my kiss I'm crazy for you